Hello and welcome to another episode of Be Your Own Manager, our career podcast for classical musicians. My name is Bernhard Karras and I'm the former CEO and artistic director of the Vienna Concert House and I'm the founder of Hello Stage. I'm also the author of the book Be Your Own Manager, which you'll find on Amazon and Barnes and & Nobles and everywhere else. You also can order it on hellostage.com itself. In today's podcast, I want to address one point, actually, which is the reaction I often get from audiences, I don't understand music. But before I go into that, I also wanted to let you know about the joys many of you actually took. A couple of weeks back, I asked you, the listeners, but also people on social media, about if you should have one or two podcasts. Because I wanted to add a bit more about the music industry. And I did that in this podcast for some time, but people actually encouraged me to do a second podcast. So this podcast will stay focused on your career, and I hope it helps you a lot in that. Nevertheless, I would like to encourage you to look for the Haydn 1791 podcast, which you also find under my own name, which is on all the different platforms, because it has some interesting aspects for any kind of aspiring musician and it's sometimes good to know more about the music industry as well. And in this week's Haydn 1791 podcast, I speak, first of all, about ticket pricing. But then, and that's really interesting for you, I speak about Florence Price and... American composer who lived in the first half of the last century and is a bit forgotten but has written amazing music, really, really beautiful. And I encourage you to check her out and check her music out and actually to bring it to stage and to perform it. She has written four symphonies and she has written a lot of piano works and also some leader. And it's music which will remind you a bit of Antonin Dvorak and probably a bit of Charles Ives and a couple of other composers. So it's a late romantic music with an Afro-American influence which you can hear here and there and the rhythms and in the melodies and so on. I hope you like that. And as always, please do not hesitate to check that podcast but also to share it and to let me know if you have any questions or suggestions for that podcast. So, with no further ado, let's go into it. How often have people come up to you and said, I don't know anything about music, but I liked it. When I was the CEO and artistic director of the Vienna Concert House, so many people came up to me and just started any conversation about the music with that phrase. And I was always baffled by it and my answer was, you know, you don't actually need to understand music, you just open your ears and see what happens. Music, in my view, is the communication of hearts, of emotions, but not necessarily and mostly an intellectual conversation. So. It is language which does not need to be understood. 
It's a language which needs us to open up. Well, why do I actually th say that today? Because I think that for young musicians or any musicians actually, it is important to realize that many people feel they don't understand music and they imply with it that they are somehow not as important to you, the performer, or not as valuable to music in general. Well, I would dispute that, and very strongly so. I think making music is making music for people and with other people, and therefore it's important to have an audience and people who are willing to spend time with us and listen to us, and probably afterwards sharing what they felt. But as a musician, if you realized that in today's world, it's probably not enough to go on stage and play a brilliant concert. But it is important to go to the people where they are and actually start there. And if people, the audience, are at a point where they think they don't understand music, then go there and start there. And yes, that might be done with a couple of words at the beginning of a program. And my friend Martin Krubinger, the Austrian percussionist, is a very good example. He always actually speaks before any kind of performance a bit about the piece and the music and what it means to him. And he does it in a very kind and personal language. It's not a musical theoretical language. It's not the language of a PhD scholar, but it's the language of a listener. I was last week in a concert by the Auna Quartet in Vienna, and Daniel Auna, the first violinist and the founder of the quartet, also actually introduced with a few words the music to the audience. And I think everyone took something away from that. And if we think back a couple of decades, unfortunately, and you might find that on YouTube, you should Google Leonard Bernstein and the videos of understanding music and his explanations of music. He also wrote a book about that. And especially the videos he recorded for one of the American television companies are a fantastic lesson of how to close the gap between the audience and the performance and the music. In his humble way, he very much speaks about the feelings of his and how they actually come about when he listens to music or plays certain music. And these lectures should be probably for any young musician something you definitely should listen to and you should watch and then go out there and train it. I know that for many musicians it does not come natural to speak to audiences and there are two options to that. First of all, and that's actually not an option, that's something you really should do is learn to talk to your audiences and practice that in any opportunity you have. 
Secondly, at more important concerts, you actually might ask one of your colleagues or an actor or someone who is good at public speaking to talk a bit about music. But just talking to people, explaining a bit what the music means to you and why you selected exactly that piece and not a different one is a very good way of making the audience feel welcome. And just compare that to you going into a foreign country and even if you don't speak the language, the least thing you can actually do is to learn to say hello in that language and thank you. And that's what many of us do, don't we? So think about it when there's an audience coming to listen to you. Say hello to them in the language they speak and not the language you speak. Which means explain a bit about the music in words they can understand and they can take in. And just as a further on thought on that is, I never was interested in astronomy. I never read about astronomy. But a couple of years back I heard a lecture by the astronomer of the Queen of England, I think he is, yeah, but he's teaching in Oxford or Cambridge, I don't know where, Martin Rees. And he was talking about astronomy and black holes and different galaxies and, 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 and. Things I've never heard before. But he did that in a very simple way and in a very engaging way. In a way which fascinated me completely. I listened attentively for two hours or so to his lecture. I learned so much. And yes, I bought a couple of his books afterwards because it was so fascinating. But it is this talent of condensing very complex information and communicate them in a way that people who have a different background can actually understand it. And yes, I think it should be actually part of music education, but it mostly is not. So it's up to you to actually start doing that and also encouraging your colleagues and friends to do that. And if you make music at home or in a house concert or so, go get there, start that, speak about it. And if your friends are playing and are not doing that, encourage them to do it. And you'll see you build a much closer relationship to your audiences. Thanks so much for listening. It was a pleasure having you. And I do hope you enjoyed that podcast. Please feel free to reach out to me with any questions or suggestions you might have. I'm always very happy to hear from you. And do not forget to check out my other podcast with the Haydn 1791 podcast, which is more about industry news and so on. And yes, if you like that podcast, please share it with others. You help them and you help me with it. Thanks so much. My name is Bernard Karras. It was a pleasure talking to you. Bye-bye.